Thank you for tuning in to the World Overcomers podcast. On behalf of our senior pastor, Andy Thompson, we appreciate your continued support and generosity. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast to receive updates when we post new content every week. If you would like more information or want to make a contribution to World Overcomers or Pastor Andy, visit www.worldovercomers.church slash podcast. Once again, that is www.worldovercomers.church slash podcast. Enjoy the message. Hey, what's up, God's people? It's Pastor Tony. Come on in the room. We are so glad that you decided to spend your valuable time here with us today. We hope that you have spent each and every week in October as we have been going through the All Access series, guys. I'm telling you, it has been a blessing to me sharing it, and thank you so much for the feedback that you all have been sending, saying that this has been a blessing to you, but we are going to land the plane with our final message in this series tonight. So I want you to do me a favor. I want you to hit like. I want you to hit share. I want you to tag somebody. I want you to invite somebody in the room with us as we share and we learn more about our access. Now, just a little bit of review. We talked. We started out week one. We were talking about all access. We have a seat at the table that according to Ephesians, we have been seated with Jesus Christ in heavenly places and that we are entitled. We are worthy to sit at the table. We're just not some uh, little stepchildren, little paupers in the, that, you know, that God lets us in the corner, but we have a right to be at the table, and so we have access to the God, our Father. Week two, we talked about that there are levels to this. Now, because we have all this access, guys, we can go as far as we want to go. We can go as deep as we want to go. We can go as wide as we want to go in God, in our career, in our calling. God has said, no, there are no more limits. When you are with me, everything is possible. So there are levels to this. So we want to challenge you to go back and listen to those messages as God challenges us to go further. And then last week, we talked about when in Rome. The colloquialism that says when in Rome, you do as the Romans do, that because we've been seated with Jesus in heavenly places, this is new territory. This is, these are new horizons to which we have never been exposed to. And so as a result, we need to look to our right and see our elder brother Jesus. And if we want to know what to do in the kingdom, just do what he does, y'all. Speak like he speaks. Think like he thinks. Expects like he, like he expects things to come out. And when we do so, we make ourselves fruitful and productive citizens in the kingdom of God, and we can fulfill what God has called us to do, guys. And so we pray that you've been blessed with it. If you want things in more detail and you're just catching up with us this week, go back and review some things. But, guys, we're going to land this plane, and we're going to land it well tonight. I want you to turn with me to Matthew, the seventh chapter. Matthew, the seventh chapter. We're going to start at the seventh verse, a very familiar passage of Scripture. Uh, but we, we want to look at it with a different lens tonight. And it starts at verse 7. It says this. Ask, and it shall be given to you. Seek, and you shall find. Knock, and the door will be opened. For everyone who asks receives. The one who seeks finds. And the one who knocks, the door will be opened. Nine says, which of you, if your son asks for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will give him a snake? If you then, though you are evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will the Father in heaven give good gifts 
to those who ask him. Man, that's good scripture right there, guys. I want you to also turn with me to John, the first chapter, and the 11th verse, and it says this. He came unto his own, and his own received him not. I'm so glad they rejected Jesus. But as many as received him, to them he gave power to become sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. I read those two together because I want to establish God's fathership over us and that we have the right to ask, to seek, and to knock. Now, the other part I wanted to establish in John, the first chapter, I wanted to establish that the reason uh, that the, the, the byproduct of Jesus being rejected opened the door to us Gentiles who are not of Jewish descent so that we too could become sons of God. But the word of God says you can't read the word. You just got you, you to read the word, not just read the word. And it says to them he gave power to become. I, that, 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 I wanted to draw some emphasis right there. He said, but as many as received him, we received Jesus. When we received Jesus, he gave us power to become a son, which means that we are not automatically children. He gives us power. What is power? Power is untapped ability. Like, like in a car, a car has horsepower. It may two, be 280 horsepower means it, that it has the potential to go that fast and that hard. It doesn't mean that as soon as you touch the gas, it's going to just go off. You, people, you would wreck and you would harm people that way. But, but the, the labeling on the, uh, the, the specifications on that car says it has this much potential. And God is saying, when you receive me, I then make an exchange and give you potential or give you power to to become a son of God. And with sonship, it goes on in the, in the scripture. It says, say, which of you, if your son asks you for bread, will you give him a stone? That's a cruel father. Or if he asks for a fish, you give him instead a snake. That's a very, very cruel parent. But if you then uh, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your father in heaven give good gifts to those who ask? And so my last installment in all access, it's going to be something that some of you may have been privy to if you've been behind the velvet rope and been in VP, uh, VIP rooms and, and, and been a special guest of somebody. There is something that when people go to award shows and really high society events, they have what they call a swag bag. <laughs> S-W-A-G, swag bag. Somebody say swag. And so my, my, my title tonight in this last installment of All Access is swag. And swag stands for stuff we all get. Somebody type swag in the chat. That because we are children, because Jesus was rejected, Yes, Jesus was rejected, and, and, and they did him so wrong, but I'm so glad that they rejected him because that then opened the door for us to receive him. And as many as those receive him, then he gave the power to become sons of God. And if we be sons and if we be daughters of God, there is stuff that we get by virtue of simply being a son and a daughter of our father. I told you many times before, I have three children. There are things that they have access to that I, I love the kids. Pastor Tony loved the kids. But my three children hold a special place 
out of all children in the world. I'm sorry. I know that may sound bad, but those are my children. They came from me. They bear my name. They got, they got pigeon toes like they did. I mean, these are my children. And so they hold a special place, and so they have special access. And, 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 they, and, and I have a daughter that just turned 16. We had a sweet 16 party for her. And I, I, I applaud your daughter turning sweet 16, but that's my baby. And so I spent my, spent my hard-earned money to celebrate my daughter because she is mine. And when we understand, this is what the, what the Scripture would say. Say, if we understand about giving good gifts to our children, how much more would, does, the, does the God of our salvation relish and look for the moments to give good gifts to us? And it's stuff that we all get. See, so many times we try to put people on a pedestal, where that's for bishop so-and-so, and that's for apostle and prophet, that's for evangelist this and elder that. No, God said, when you come into the kingdom of God, you are a child. You are a child of the king, and it's not stuff just for the pastor. It's not just stuff just for the bishop. It's not, ju- it's not stuff just for your favorite prayer warrior of your preacher. God said, there is stuff that we all get. Swag. <laughs> we get sweat. There, there is a sweat bag. This reason I have this bag here. There, this represents the, 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 the bag that holds all the things that we have access to as children of God. But, but the first thing we have to understand, people of God, is that we have to know who we are. If we don't believe that we're a son of God. If we don't believe that we're a child, that we're a prince, that we are royalty, we are an heir and joint heir, you will nullify the, the entitlement that you have to the benefits that God has set up just for you. I believe that there are, there are blessings and benefits that have your name on it, that have your DNA on it, that were set in heaven the minute you were conceived in your mother's womb. I believe that, that the only person it belongs to is you. What God has for you, it is simply for you. But if you don't ever come into that actualization of who you are and whose you are, that I am a son, I am a daughter, you will never truly benefit from your sonship if you don't believe it yourself. So let's go further in the word of God. Now here's the other thing. The benefit of knowing who you are, oh my goodness, is that you also know who you are not. Oh man, there is freedom. And knowing who you are, meaning that I answer to only this. You know, my, my government name is Anthony Gerard Jones. So a couple of names people call me Anthony. Sometimes they call me Tony. And some of the, you know, my people that know me, they call me Ant. <laughs> I mean, from way back. So I have to listen out for several names. But, you know, my, my ear peaks up whenever I hear that. But if somebody's saying uh, Frank, <laughs> you know, I don't turn my head because I don't answer to that because I'm not known by that. But what God is saying is, do you know who you are? Because the benefit of knowing who you are is the revelation also of knowing who you are not. So if the devil tries to put sickness on you, that doesn't belong to you. That's not part of my benefit. Chaos and turmoil and confusion. Nope. God promised me peace, and I, I, I don't partake in that because that's not part of my benefit package. You're calling somebody else. You're not calling me. And so there is great benefit to knowing who you are. And not only are the blessings of God uh, just a gift to you, but I would dare say that the blessings of God as a child of God, as a son and daughter in the kingdom, it is an entitlement. Somebody write entitlement. Entitlement. Now, entitlements get a bad rap, y'all. 
Because it's, it has made its way into the lexicon of public speech. And when, when you talk about entitlements, you're talking about welfare. And you're talking about uh, uh, all kinds of benefits that the government gives. And, and so it has gotten, it has gotten a, uh, tainted. It has a stain on the term. But we're going to take the power back of the word. And I've got a definition to you for, uh, for you to, to uh, digest tonight. And it is the, the definition of entitlement is the right to benefits that are specified especially by law or by contract. Now, I want to just put a pin right here. When we're talking about something that is legally binding, it is an entitlement that you are entitled to. That you, It is a benefit that is a specifically assigned by law or by contract to you. What do you mean, Pastor Tony? What I, what I mean is when we were separated from God because of Adam's sin, that there was a legal exchange that had to take place. There had to be Jesus' unblemished, perfect blood and his life as a sacrifice in exchange for us to be brought back into the family of God. And so what I am saying is every benefit, every promise that is in the kingdom of God, you have a legal, contractual, entitled right to every blessing in the kingdom of God. I want you to know that. I want somebody to type in the chat, it's an entitlement. It's an entitlement. Never will I look at that word in a negative connotation again because that means I have a right to it. Y'all understand this because we know good and well as soon as, as, soon as we get hired, we, we, they, get, they give us the employee's manual. We go past all, all, this, all the stuff when we're supposed to show up, what time we're supposed to be there, how long the break is, and we go all the way to the back of the book to look at what, y'all, our benefits. We look at how many days we get off paid leave. How many sick days we get. Does, does the company match 401k? Uh, is there a dental plan? Are there stock options? We look at all of our benefits and let somebody deny us our benefits. Oh, we get indignant. Oh, we say, I need to talk to the head of HR, the CEO, the CFO, the OOO, whoever it is. I want to talk to somebody because I am entitled to this because it has been contractually presented to me. It is in black and white, and I expect what I am entitled to. And if we understand that in the natural people of God, we have to understand that there are some spiritual promises. There are some, there are some benefits that the Word of God says in Psalm that he loads us daily with benefits. And if we understand that there are benefits to be gained and to be benefited from, it is a shame that we don't tap into what we're entitled to. So that's, that's where it comes to what we have to understand. This is not something God is letting me have. This is not something that the devil's just giving us a little break so we can enjoy. No, I'm entitled to this. And we're going to talk about a couple things that we're entitled to. So we're going to go in the swag bag, okay? We're going to go, the first thing in the swag bag is this, y'all. Peace. I want somebody to type peace. 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 You are entitled to peace. This is stuff that we all get. John, the 14th chapter, the 27th verse says this, peace I leave with you. This is Jesus talking. My peace I give to you, not as the world giveth, but I give, but I give unto you. Let not your heart be troubled. Let it also not be afraid. We have an entitlement. It is what we all get if we tap into it. Philippians 4, 4 chapter 7 verse says, And the peace of God which passes all understanding shall keep and guard your hearts and minds through 
Christ Jesus. I'm talking about peace, y'all. We're talking about peace. I'm talking about peace that surpasses all understanding. It is not something that the devil lets you have. He says, I'm going to take my foot off your neck so you can breathe a little bit. You are entitled to peace. But so many times the devil has us uh, uh, settling for a lower level of existence. But the devil is a lie tonight. I command in your house that it is an entitlement. So if there is chaos going on in your home, there is chaos going on in your family, there is chaos going on in your job you have a contractual right to demand that the peace of God rule and reign where you are you have an entitlement it's stuff that we all get it's not for the pastor it's not for the bishop it's not for the prophet it is for those that believe and accept the sonship of God so right now Lord I pray those that are watching me right now God that peace overfloods their life like a river God we bind up confusion we bind up depression we bind up oppression Lord we thank you right now that the people of God who hear me and hear me clearly that they have an entitlement of peace God they, they're no longer going to beg for peace that they are entitled to. So, Lord, we thank you for it even now that people of God flow and live and breathe in a level of peace. Somebody ought to thank God right now. You ought to thank God right now. I'm in this place by myself, but I am getting real excited because peace is something that Jesus said, peace, I leave with you. This is something that Jesus himself, I ain't talking about uh, Three people removed and what, what John and what Luke wrote about. I'm talking about Jesus said himself, my peace, not the world's peace, my peace I leave with you. So I'm not going to need peace where I'm going, but I'm going to leave my peace with you because my peace is different. My peace will, will keep you when hell is breaking out all around you. God said there is a special peace that comes only from me and woman and man of God. You are entitled to it. And so I want you to receive it tonight. Somebody say stuff we all get. If you want to put the acronym swag, you can. But tell somebody, I'm getting that. I'm getting my peace back. I'm getting And sometimes we got to make peace. And God said the peacemaker is blessed, not the peacekeeper. And sometimes we're going to have to disturb some things. Sometimes we're going to have to have some hard conversations sometimes, y'all, in order to make that peace. But I'm telling you, you got to get a righteous indignation in your spirit that I will have peace. Jesus shed his blood for it, and we're entitled to it. Somebody type swag, swag, swag. This is this stuff we all get. Number two, y'all. Number two, not only did God provide us peace, and this is not just an exclusive list, but God also What's in the swag bag stuff we all get? We get power. <laughs> Somebody type power. We get power. We get bona fide power. I want you to turn with me to Luke 10 and 19. We've been saying, I think, every week. Behold, I give you power to tread upon serpents and scorpions and all of the, all, uh, over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you, meaning God gives you power. Not only that, now power equals ability. We talked about that, that God gives us the ability to produce, that he puts it in us, but we have to stir up that gift, and we have to exercise that gift, and we have to exercise our faith. But God said, you have to exercise your power. Mark 16 and 17 says this, and these signs shall follow. Them that believe in my name, they shall cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. I'm not talking about your favorite person with all that can pray all along. God says these signs. Meaning power shall follow the person that is brave enough to believe. 
And I'm telling y'all, this is not something that, that God gives on a few. See, what we, what we do is we like to make superstars out of people that, look, that, that exhibit supernatural power. When the word of God says these signs shall follow them who believe. Are you a believer tonight? Do you believe that God can do anything but fail? Do you believe that you're the head and not the tail? Do you believe that you're the righteousness of God and you're an heir and joint heir? Well, if you do, my brother and my sister, I got a news flash for you. If you believe, that qualifies you for the power. But you have to exhibit your power. Can't be afraid to use your power. Can't be afraid of looking strange. Can't be, be afraid of being ostracized. God said, God said, if you, there is no reason for you to be stuck and perplexed and worried about anything when I have put in you the seedbed of power to exercise. But that power will rot and drown the vine if you don't exercise. So right now, let's pray again. God, we thank you for people of God that are watching me right now. God, we thank you, Lord, that you are awakening up a sleeping giant, Lord, that is powerful and strong. God, they don't need any help. They don't need anybody to come on in a white stallion to rescue them. God, you have given them the requisite power. God, you said in your word that you give us all things that pertain to life and godliness. And in, and in that inclusion of ingredients, God, you have given us power to, to, to usurp every power of the enemy said, God, I thank you right now for bringing us to, to our remembrance, Lord, for awakening a sleeping giant, God, so we will flow, we will move, we will speak, and yes, God, we will live in the power that you have given to us, Lord. Jesus died more than just to save us from hell, God. He died to give us power. When he went to hell, he snatched the keys from the, of, of death, hell, and the grave from the, from the enemy, God, and he gave us the power. He said, my peace and my power, God, you leave with us. Well, you sent your Holy Spirit, Lord, not only to comfort us, Lord, to empower us. So, God, tonight, Lord, we receive your power in Jesus' name. Come on, somebody give him praise where you are. Come on, come on, come on. I can't hear you, but I can hear you. I need you to thank God that he has given you power to deal with the adversary. He's given you power to raise those children on your own. He's given you power and ability to stand in boardrooms flat-footed and do what God called you to do. It is not you doing it yourself. It is the power of the Holy Spirit that is empowering you to do God's will. Y'all can tell I'm excited tonight. It is stuff that we all get, y'all. It is not for the select few. It is for those that believe. And you have the power to get power. Amen. Come on. The last one. I got two more things I want to share with y'all. So not only do we get peace, not only do we get power in our swag bag, <laughs> but this is something, this is something that everybody like. We get favor. Somebody, somebody type in their favor. I want you to know that you get favor is something that we all get. Now, we already established that we're a son. We already established that we are a daughter. And as a result, we are God's favorite. And I want somebody to type that right now. I'm God's favorite. And as, as, uh, as a result of being God's favorite, I get God's favor. Supernatural empowerment that breathes on what I do naturally and puts some super on top of my natural. So what I would do in the natural, God stretches it. God expands it. God makes it go further. It is like throwing a football with the wind behind you. You go further and faster and you accomplish more because of the favor of God. Psalm 90 and 17 says this. It says, let the favor of the Lord our God be upon us. 
Oh, I'm going to say that again. Lord, I felt something right there. Let the favor of the Lord our God be upon us and establish the work of our hands upon us. Yes, establish the work of our hands. God, God, that's some scripture right there, y'all. That is Psalm 90 and 17. It says, let the favor of the Lord rest upon us and establish the work of our hands. Now, now, y'all, here's the flip side of it. If we want God's favor to abound, that means we have to be in some unfavorable situations. And see, the part of it is we're not mature enough. There is no need for favor unless we're in, we, are, we are in a desolate place, unless we are in a dry place, and we're, unless we are in a needy place. But we don't want to go through dry seasons, and we don't want to go through desolate places, and we want everything to be milk and honey. But God said there is no need for favor in a favorable environment. God said you have to be in an unfavorable environment. So I want somebody to be mature enough to say, God, you can trust me with favor, and, and by virtue of you trusting me with favor, that means you're going to have to trust me to lead me in some places that are unfavorable. But God is saying that favor is an entitlement. You can't pay for it. It's unmerited. Just because you're my child, I give it to you. I give something to my kids just because they got, they got my last name, just because they're my children, just because I've raised them since they, since they were babies. They, they get some things not because they earned it, but because of who they are to me. And I want you to know, my brother and my sister, there are some things that you are entitled to by virtue of whose name you bear. You bear the name of God Jehovah, the one that said, let there be and there was. And I want you to know that you are entitled to favor in the marketplace, in the, in, in the scholastic system, in your career, in whatever you do, God, I want you to wake up every morning and say, God, I thank you for my entitlement of favor. And so I, I make a demand on what, on what I'm entitled to. You don't have to beg for what's already yours. And I declare right now that you will walk in favor like you have never known. The rest of this year is going to be a year filled with favor for you. You're, things are going to spring open and you you don't know how it got there. And you will say, I do know. It is my entitlement of favor. And God said, what you put a demand on, I will supply. It is a law of supply and demand that I will supply what you put a demand on. And I want you for the rest of this year to wake up every morning and say, God, I thank you for my entitlement of favor. And when you start doing that, your expectation is going to rise. Your language is going to change. And all of a sudden, you're going to see what you've been asking for all because of the stuff that we all get. This ain't, this ain't nobody. You ain't got to be apostle nothing. You ain't got to have, I'm a graduate of such and such seminary, and they're, they're very good, and I think you should go and get education. But God said, just because of who you are, just because you're one of my children, you are entitled to this. It's stuff that we all get. Lord, so I thank you right now that God's people begin to walk and flow and breathe and move in a level of favor that astounds them. God, open windows, open doors. Let them know that they are your favorite, God, because they are your children, God. Open doors, Lord. Make an oasis in the desert, Lord. Heal, set free, deliver. Squeeze hearts of people of influence, Lord. Let them know that I favor you above all. Lord, don't let us begrudge. Don't let us complain about the unfavorable places, God. For Lord, we thank you, Lord, that our people, our people flow and they move and they breathe and they live from a place of favor. God, we thank you for it in Jesus' name. Praise God one more time, y'all. Come on, somebody put some hand claps in that chat or something. I can't hear you, but I want to hear you that you are expecting. These, this is stuff that we all get, and I'm going to get everything that belongs to me, y'all. And I got one more. 
I got one more. That after, after we go through, uh, through the place of peace, after we uh, get our power, after we flow and, and move in our favor, the last thing, again, this is not an exhaustive list, is healing. Somebody type healing. And I know this is, this is touching somebody right now. That we are entitled to healing. Healing is the children's bread. You see how, how the scripture always echoes itself. Healing is the children's bread. And if we be children, why don't you get your slice? God desires for you to be healed, whole, and lacking nothing in your life. I'm not talking about just in your body. I'm talking about in your emotions. I'm talking about, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about uh, in your relationships. I'm talking about in your business, in your bottom line, in your balance sheet. God desires to heal everything that is out of alignment and everything that is broken. Let me give you scripture, Isaiah 53 and 5. It says, but he was wounded for our transgressions and he was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes, not we were, not we're going to be, not we might be, perhaps, if everything is in alignment and the moon lines with the stars. No, the word God says, and with his stripes, we are healed. I want somebody to type in big capital letters, R, meaning we presently are walking in the entitlement of healing. The word of God says that Jesus was slain before the foundation of the world, which means if he was slain before the world was founded, meaning that the stripes on his back were already made available before there was a world to even have disease that we would even have to be healed from. It is an entitlement. It is not reserved for the, for the elite few. It is something that we all. It is something, not only the physical, but the emotional, but the relational, business-related. I believe that God wants to heal you in every place that you're broken. I believe that. I want you to receive it right now. Lord, I thank you right now that God's people that are watching me right now, are, are, their faith is at a level, God, that they are receiving your healing, God. It's an, it's an entitlement, God. It's stuff that we all get, that we don't have to struggle for. You are God. You are Jehovah Rapha. You are the God that heals, God. So we thank you right now, God, that healing is the children's bread, God. And so we step up boldly and we proclaim, that's mine. That's my healing from that disease. That's my healing from depression. That's my healing with, with, with relational turmoil that's going on in my life. God, so we thank you right now, Lord. And even as our prayers are closed, God, Lord, I thank you, Lord, that we have a new realization, God, of who we are and whose we are, that we have access to every good and perfect thing that you've already provided for us, God. So we reach in our swag bag, God. We reach in the stuff that we all get. We all get access to healing. We all get access to peace. We all get access to power, God, and we all get access to favor, God. So don't let, ever let us, God, keep us in remembrance of who we are and whose we are in the kingdom of God. And Lord, and as we step forward, as we wake up every day, Lord, we expect the good of the kingdom. We expect every good gift, God, because you are a good God. You are a good father, and a good father takes joy in giving good gifts to his children. So Lord, we thank you, Lord. Lord, that we don't walk in arrogance, God, but we walk in confidence that we belong to you. 
and you belong to us, God. So we thank you, Lord, for power. We thank you, Lord, for peace. We thank you, Lord, for favor. And we thank you, Lord, for healing, Lord, and anything else that you have in store for us. Lord, we position ourselves through our faith to receive what you have for us, Lord. It's stuff that we all get. Lord, forgive us, Lord, for rejecting what you want to give us. Forgive us, Lord, for not posturing our faith and fixing our confession to what you want to give us. Lord, you've given us our all access, Lord. That's favor in itself, God. But, Lord, as we close this series, God, we, we promise from here on out, God, that we will pursue everything to the fullest degree that you called us to, Lord. We know that there are higher heights and deeper depths and longer lifts in you, God. We thank you, Lord, that you're positioning us. And we thank you, Lord, that, that our best days are just ahead of us. Now that we know who we are and whose we are and our position, that we're a son and we're a daughter and we're seated with Jesus in heavenly places, Lord, there is no cap on this. There is no lid on this. There are no limits because of the all access that you have given us. God, we love you. God, we bless you. And Lord, let these words resonate in our spirits and our hearts, God. Be ever mindful in reminding us of who we are and whose we are and what you've called us to do. We thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Man, I pray you were blessed tonight and over the last four weeks, man. I've had a joy in sharing with you every Wednesday night. And I want you to do me a favor. I want you to join us on Sunday. We're going to have a wonderful time in God. And we're going to go further in the Word of God. And I want you to walk in the all access that God has given you. Now, I want you to do, a, do me a favor. And if this, ble- this word blessed you, if this series blessed you, I want you to sow a special all access seed. Say, God, I believe it. I believe, Lord, for peace and favor. I believe for open doors and not only giving me favor with people of influence, but making me a person of influence, all because of who I am and my position in the kingdom. God bless you. We love you, and we'll see you next time for the next series. God bless you. We love you. Take care. Hopefully you were blessed and encouraged by this message. Visit www.worldovercomers.church/podcast for more information on WOCC and events that are coming up. Maybe we are coming to your area soon. God bless.